When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Hello, folks. This is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio, the number one talk radio station in these United States of America. So it is always a privilege for me to be able to uh, to uh, share time with you every Saturday afternoon. And by the way, this is just an absolutely scrumptious, glorious day uh, across the East Coast. So I hope you're enjoying the sunshine, the warm weather, uh, the fresh air. Um, this is one of those days you're just happy to be alive. You know, it's great to be alive on a day when you just feel like uh, feel like dancing. It's so beautiful out. Um, and after this show, I'm going to go out and maybe play some golf, maybe some tennis. And But in the meantime, we have an action-packed show today. And uh, thank you, by the way, for those of you who are regular listeners. Um, we have a great rating, and it's because people like you tune in. Thank you. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. And uh, we're here to change the world and to make America more prosperous and freer and uh, depend on our free enterprise system, which is what is the goose that lays the golden eggs. And we are just talking with Larry Kudlow on his show about how this uh, free enterprise system is so much under assault. And uh, we need to, as citizens, be ever vigilant when we see these um, invasions against our basic freedoms and liberties and our businesses and our free enterprise system, because I've never seen anything like what is happening under Joe Biden. Um, It is despicable. The attacks against the American energy system, the attacks against our businesses, the attacks against um, our freedoms. I've just never seen anything like it. A lot of it is attached to the climate change fanaticism of the left. Um, But if we don't do something about this, and by the way, a big election coming up in, uh, what is it, about six, six, seven weeks now. And what's so interesting, I I met Lee Zeldin the other day at an event in New York and had some time to sit down with him. This guy is going to be a great governor. And you as New Yorkers, I know we have uh, we have listeners all over the Northeast, but if you live in New York, you have a great chance to end this reign of high taxation, high crime, out of control government spending. Uh, Lee Zeldin is not as conservative as I am. <laughs> I'm a conservative free market libertarian. But I tell you, and, and so Lee is is uh, but he is going to move this state in a, a direction that needs to be moved towards, because if you stay on the course you're on, and look, let me put it very simply. If you, as New Yorkers, elect Hochul as governor, you deserve the bad government that you're going to get. You deserve the high taxes. You deserve the high crime rates, because this is a woman who's going to know nothing about it. 
She doesn't know anything about how to solve the crime problem. She has, knows nothing about how to control government. She doesn't want to control government. She wants to expand it. She is a, a big government liberal socialist. So if the people in New York vote for her, that's the great thing about America. It's a free country. You want socialism, you're going to get it with Hochul. You're going to get it. Uh, so I don't want people complaining <laughs> if you elect them and say, gee, why is there so much crime? Why is there so much poverty? Why is there so much homelessness? Why is there why is the taxes the highest in the country in New York? Because you vote for these people. That's why. So, I, look, I'm going to make a prediction on the More Money Show. And I know some of you may fall off your chair when you hear me say this. I think Lee Zeldin's going to win this race. I really do. I think a red tide is coming. I think this, if this were a normal election year, no. Uh, you know, a blue state like New York could not go Republican. But in this year, yes. Now, i got to tell you, folks. I have, and by the way, I, those of you who know me, uh, you know, know me for years, know that I'm not a rah-rah Republican. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm not one of these people who think Republicans are the you know, answer to all our problems. Believe me, I don't. And they're politicians, and they're just degrees of, uh, you know, many degrees of, uh, of uh, color here. But what I'm saying is that it is really important to punish through our vote, not physically, but punish the people who've done what they've done to our country in the last 22 months. They need to be sent a message. They need to be sent home. And we need to put people who know something about business, who know about enterprise, know about creating jobs. Those are the people who need to be leading our cities and our states, not the big government liberals led by Joe Biden. And Joe Biden was, I don't understand what's going on with this guy. You know, when I first came to Washington in the late 1980s, he was, um, he was a, uh, you know, more of a centrist, moderate Democrat. He's turned into the most liberal president we've ever had in this country. He makes Woodrow Wilson look conservative. He makes Jimmy Carter look conservative. Um, and so I just did these calculations that uh, Committee to Unleash Prosperity. We estimate the total amount of spending and borrowing that Biden has authorized over the, the amount that is, um, you know, typically spent uh, in our normal budget. We estimate that number to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, uh, of $4.2 trillion. So this is going to bankrupt our country. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but the reason we have this high inflation, of course, you know this, we have a high inflation for one reason. We're spending and borrowing and printing money. Why is anybody surprised? You know, I do these TV shows. I, I debate some people like Austin Goolsby and other, you know, uh, you know, liberal Democrats, and some of them are my friends. And they have, gee, we don't know where the inflation came from. You don't? <laughs> Isn't it obvious where the inflation came from? I mean, we had only 1.5% inflation when Trump was president. Why is it we have so much inflation now? Well, it's obvious because when you print money, like Mexico and Brazil and Bolivia and Argentina and Venezuela and Zimbabwe, you know this, you're going to get inflation. You don't have to have a PhD in economics to understand this stuff. So uh, we are in trouble as a country, but we're going to survive. We're going to get through this. But we have to get rid of the people who created the crisis in the first place. And I'll say it one more time. I don't want to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Johnny one note on this. But if you people in New York vote for Hochul, you deserve bad government. You deserve it because you voted for it. All right. So I want to make another uh, quick point, if I may, about what is going on right now in our country. We saw the new inflation rate of 8.3 percent. I want to kind of apologize to my listeners because I'm going to do something I almost never do. I'm going to admit that I was wrong. I actually thought, I said the last couple of weeks, I thought the inflation rate was going to come down. 
uh, I thought much more than it came down a tiny bit, but not much. And so I was wrong. I'm surprised at how high the inflation is. And I'll give you an example, or I'll give you an explanation of why the inflation is so much higher than people like me thought. And it's because the gas price has fallen by about a dollar and a quarter. That's the really good news. The bad news is that you have um, you have almost everything else in the consumer price index rose. So health insurance costs rose, grocery costs rose, um, transportation costs rose, new cars, um, you know, uh, uh, costs rose, rental cars. I was in Chicago last week trying to rent a car at O'Hare Airport, one of the biggest airports in the country, the first, safest, budget, enterprise, every every single uh, you know, rental car agency known to man. You couldn't get a rental car. None. Zero. None. Uh, so these are the supply chain problems that make inflation worse. And, and don't forget, uh, you know, we're supposed to be Pete Buttigieg who was going to solve our uh, supply chain problems. Boy, I don't think that's happened to you. <laughs> it doesn't seem like we solved any problems here. But um, I, I do. I worry that what we've done is we've let government basically take over for our private sector system. And that is the wrong direction we go in. The wealth of this country is created by private businesses, not government. Um, make another point, if I may, because I've, I've got a whole list of things I want to talk to you all about. And by the way, I will take your calls. I've decided I'm not having any guests today because I learned so much from you, my listeners, who are I, – I always tell people, you know, I've got not just a lot of listeners, but I, I, I really believe I've got the smartest – listeners of any radio show in the country. We get people call in with the most amazing observations and factoids. And by the way, be fact-based, you know, when you call in. And if you're a liberal, I want liberals to call in. I want people to call in who disagree with me. But give me facts, right? Give me facts. Tell me what, what's, why you believe the thing that you, things that you do. And uh, so my, uh, my point is that when we have this high inflation, what it's doing is wrecking the finances of American families. And I give, give you a statistic that I find just horrifying. The average family has lost $3,500 in purchasing power under Joe Biden. Three, that is to say, if you're a you know, median income family, let's say around sixty, seventy, $80,000 of income, you've lost $3,500 now. Let me put that in perspective. That's almost $300 a month you're losing in your budget. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And it's even though your wage and salary is probably up, it's not keeping pace with inflation. So inflation, 8.3%, wage growth, 5%. Do the math, folks. This isn't complicated. It means people have lost about 3% of their paycheck. That's, that's a really troubling statistic. Um, all right. So we are going to take a quick break. This is the More Money Show. The 1-800 number, because I want to take your calls. Do you, how do you feel about the direction of the country right now? Let's just be very broad about this. Do you think things are going in the right direction? Do you think that Republicans can solve the problem? Because I think it's going to be a monster year for Republicans. But I said it. You heard it first here on WABC. I think Republicans are going to win the governorship of New York, just as they should have won the governorship in New Jersey, Right. If you live in New Jersey, Murphy is, by my calculation, the second or third worst governor in America. And it now looks to me uh, like if we had just gotten people to turn out more, 
uh, Murphy would have been privatized and we'd have a good governor in, in New Jersey. Don't let that happen in New York. OK, get out and vote because that that's your vote really does count. Um, so the 800 number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. And uh, that's also 1-800-848-WABC. And uh, we will be right back. I'm going to do the uh, the pains now. Uh, I call them citizens pain. And then we will uh, we will get back. So at the bottom of the hour, at about one thirty, one thirty-five, I'll stay, t- start taking your calls. Um, so be patient. We'll be right back. This is the More Money Show on WABC. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC. It is time for our finance and money section where we talk to uh, two of the best in the business. Uh, I call them Citizens Pain, P-Y-N-E. <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. First of all, let's just start, uh, because people do need consultation right now, given these turbulent <laughs> times. What is that 800 number that people can get the free consultation? Uh, it's 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Okay, Bob, let's talk to you because, you know, I don't know, this was a whirlwind week again, a big, big downer on the stock market, uh, big losses. Um, Is this a blip? Is this the start of a soft recession? How do you see it? You know, Steve, I've been doing this for a long time, and it's always amazing. There's literally (laughs) hundreds of headlines out there that we can choose to focus on. And when the market goes down, right, the media focuses on whatever justifies that negative. And when it goes right. up, they, you know, they talk about what's the positive. So it's just uncertainty right now. You're just uncertain yeah. how much the Federal Reserve is going to raise rates. You know, they're, they, they, they're suffering right now from a credibility problem because this is the same Federal Reserve that told us last year they weren't even thinking about even right. thinking about raising rates. Right. <laughs> now, you, is your bet, uh, Bob, that it'll be 0.75%? What is your latest uh, information As telling? As we said last week, you know, I think I think 75 basis points or three quarters of 1% is pretty much baked yeah. in the cake. I hope they go I 100 basis points. I hope they get it over with. Um, yeah. Because, you know, they, we know they want to raise rates. Do it. Yeah. And let's get the pain out of the way. Yeah, I'm in 100% agreement with you. You know, do it. Just do it. It's like rip the mandate off, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, well, I think that the important thing is the credit markets have already repriced, right? Today, right. as we're, we're talking, the one-year treasury now is at 4%, Steve. That's incredible. Jeez. You know, oh and ask God. yourself, like, what are you getting on your I money market fund right now? when it was less than 1%, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah and it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 the, so the pain in the markets, I think, is, is, is happening. We're using that word pain a lot today. Of course, not our last name, P-A-Y-N-E. But, you know, I think that's that's part of the point here is it, a lot of it is getting priced in. So if you're an yeah. investor right now, you might be thinking, I'm going to wait and see what the Fed does. I wouldn't wait. You know, the uncertainty is high. And as we know, dividend yields are going up this year. We're going to see a trillion dollars in global dividends and right. interest rates. Again, you're getting 4% on a one-year uh, treasury bond right now. You got to get your money invested. You can't sit in cash. Cash is trash. So I, you know, it's so I can't quite figure this economy out because on the one hand, you do have some of this negative news. But, you know, I've been traveling a lot, talking to CEOs of, you know, medium sized companies and some large companies. And for the most part, they say business is good. You know, uh, you know, for example, just one example, I met with a uh, owner of one of the largest car dealerships in 
Colorado. And he said, we can't get the cars on the lot fast enough. So <laughs> on the other hand, you have, uh, you know, the stock market not in such great shape. You've got, you know, the inflation issue. So how do how do investors sort this out, the good news versus the bad news? Well, I think that that's the whole thing. It's like the media tells you things are really bad. Uh, and the Federal Reserve is not trying to create, you know, a 2008, 2009 scenario, right? They're just trying to cool off a red hot right. economy, right? The demand's right. there, Steve. So yep. I think what you have to realize is that, you know, if you've been negative, you probably already sold out of the market. And then professionals who are betting against the downside, right? They've already had their practical right. short positions on. You've got to start thinking, you know, we're closer to a bottom than we are at top. Start thinking about, uh -huh. you know, the fear of missing out. What's going to happen when all these negative nabobs start buying back into the market? You want to be in them ahead of time. So you, I think you guys have said week after week on the show, buy the fear. Are you still, is that still your line? <laughs> Well, well, you don't get say, good prices with bad news, right, right? <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out of my, my mouth, Bob. <laughs> so you're still still somewhat bullish? Yeah, well, I think it comes back to what you just said, Steve. I, you know, I always say you got to look at what's happening in the economy and it does it jive with the data and what the media right. is telling you. And, and it's really not. Like I remember in 2008, 2009, we had a housing problem. It, you know, you didn't. You could just drive out and see all these vacant lots yes. <laughs> of these, all these houses that were just vacant because no one could live in them because they built too much, and you knew it right. was a problem. Today, you know, we see the same thing, and that employment numbers just continually are being strong. Every business owner I talk to, their biggest problem is we got a lot of demand, we can't find workers. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't care what <laughs> these economists tell you that unemployment, that number is going to come up. It's not going to come up. Uh, you know, we got a demographic uh, dearth here in the U.S. where, you know, population is growing too slow. Uh, baby boomers are going to be retiring and job availability is the highest it's ever been. I mean, that that stat blows my yeah. mind for every two jobs, one person looking. That's not slowing anytime soon, which means wages are going to stay strong. And if we believe on the ground level and I believe it, I believe my lion eyes, inflation is mm -hmm. actually coming down. We know housing prices are cooling. We know right. you and I've talked about commodity prices every week. They're coming down. So forward looking, yeah. in, inflation's coming down. Employment market's going to stay strong. You know, look, I didn't go to the Wharton School, but I pretty much think that's a sign of a pretty solid economy when we start looking out next 12, 24 months. So the uh, I've asked you week after week about the housing market because you know uh, you you brought up two thousand eight when we had the big crash, and I don't I don't think anybody thinks we're going to see anything like that again. But um, the the 30-year mortgage now in many markets is ab ab above six and a quarter, which is a pretty big increase given we're at 2.75 or so just a couple of years ago. Now, that that also, I mean, Bob and I are old enough to remember when you know you had 18% mortgage rates. So mm -hmm. how do you, Bob, uh, look at this housing market at this point? Are we going to see a, are we gonna see a uh, recession in housing? You know, I'll tell you what's happening in housing, Steve. You had a red hot market that went up 15% right. a year for three years. So right. it's just the same thing about the whole economy. It's just cooling down. The demand is still there and yep. the buyers are still there and they're going to get creative yep. like you and I did. They're going to take out an adjustable mortgage. They're, you know, people aren't going to pay, you know, that. and even though these rates, you know, when we look at relative to where they were, you know, they're really not that onerous, but you're, you have 40 year mortgages now. You have ways of being creative that yeah. you can go out and still afford to buy the home. Um, the problem is, is finding the house that you want to buy. There's not a lot on the market. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> there aren't a lot of houses. Now, so I get asked this all the time. Uh, is this a good time or a bad time to be buying a home? I would wait on affordability if I stick my neck out there. I mean, look, rates have gone up. It takes the housing market something like six months plus to readjust. Right. Unaffordability is at the highest level since like 1989. Right. So right. I think that, and that is a good thing, right? You need prices to come down to make it more affordable so people right. can come back into the market. So I think if you're patient here, you're seeing prices cool off here, somewhere in here, the math is going to work because again, at a 6% mortgage, your carrying costs are a lot higher than when mortgages were at 3%. So prices have to come down to adjust to that. And I think you're going to see that over the next six to 12 months. Well, that's we. you've been listening to The More Money Show. Uh, that is Bob and Ryan Payne, two of the best in the business. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, you know, I need to figure out what I'm doing with my portfolio. I can't keep my head in the sand, even though times are very, very uncertain right now. Well, here's your shot to do it. You know, Bob and I leave 10 slots open throughout the show. If you saved over a million dollars for your financial independence or retirement plan, we'll put together our total financial master plan, our famous plan, where we go through everything for you at no cost. There's no other firm out there that literally will do all this work up front. We go as far as building you, your own personalized financial portal. We're going to get a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture. Then we just hone in on every financial issue you need to address today that you've been procrastinating on. We're going to look at income. You need an income plan for retirement. You got to figure out how to draw from your portfolio. How do you take Social Security? Well, there's lots of ways to take Social Security. Only one right way for you. We're going to show you how to draw from Social Security, draw from your portfolio so you can build an income stream so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. We're going to look at diversification. Has your portfolio gotten hit hard here as markets are extremely volatile? Or have you been sitting in cash earning nothing on your money as inflation is still above 8% paralysis by analysis? We're going to put together a full diversified complimentary game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. Wall Street just loves to sell you high-cost products like annuities, mutual funds, insurance products, structured products. We're going to go through every single investment you own, show you all the hidden costs, show you how to reduce those costs, and optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make. It's what you take. We're going to give you our full tax playbook to make sure that you have more money in your pocket for retirement, that we're going to tie it all together. And when Total Financial Master Plan, we literally have... 10 slots left if you have over a million dollars saved for your retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. Now there's no obligation. There's no cost. You don't have a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. So Bob, you know, at our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E, our boutique firm here in New York, uh, in Philadelphia and Florida, you know, in the billion dollars or so that we manage or advise on, what we found is, is we've seen literally every single investment and financial planning strategy under the sun. You know, in other words, we really know what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, during these times of high volatility and high uncertainty, like we we're experiencing right now, there's a lot of strategies that Wall Street just loves to sell you 
that you and I know from experience just don't work. Well, you know, hindsight is 2020, right? And I got brilliant, brilliant eyesight with 2020 hindsight. Um, <laughs> so it's real easy to figure out where the zigs and the zags happen in the market. But I got to tell you something, market timing doesn't work. It's time in the market because it's amazing to me. When do most people want to time the market? When we're at an all-time record high or when we have a, a 10 or 20% correction? Yeah, when, when markets are selling off, it feels so good to say, I'm just going to sit in cash, right? And there's so many strategies out there that say, hey, when things look like they're iffy out there, we'll just go to cash. And if the economy looks strong and we see opportunity, we'll just get back in the market. It's impossible to do that. It doesn't work. <laughs> you know, It's so hard to figure out when the market's going to finally rebound, when it's going to actually sell off. And it's typically for reasons you and I can't predict. Best example of that is nobody could predict that the pandemic was going to happen. And all of a sudden, markets were going to sell off in some cases 40 50%. So it sounds great, sounds sexy, but it just doesn't work. And it can be very detrimental to your financial health. Well, what it really comes down to, it has nothing to do with analysis, has nothing about you know, using your brain, it has everything to do with emotions. It's fear that drives these things. And what you don't realize, and, and when you do panic out of a market, when you time the market, is you've got to figure out when to panic back in. And it's always surprising when someone says, Bob, I have to get out. I can't take it anymore. I say, fine. What's your plan for when we get back in? And they're like, well, why would I ever want to get back in? I said, oh, you mean the world's ending, right? And last I checked, right, yeah. the world doesn't end very often. It really does. And you can't sit in cash earning nothing on your money when you need a return for your retirement. So you might think you're playing it safe sitting in cash right now, but that can be taking away from those future gains that you need to live on because of inflation. And that's what you have to solve for. And when you're thinking about retirement, financial independence, you can't think about like what your portfolio is going to do over the next month or two months, but what's it going to do over the next five to 10 years when literally your cost of living is going up by double over the next two decades. Like that's what you need to be planning for. And a lot of you aren't doing that. And cash is detrimental to that plan. You know, the other pitch, Bob, that Wall Street loves to sell when volatility is high is just protect your money in an annuity. And you and I know that could be a really bad decision. Boy, it's just like going from the pot to the fire, right? You think you're going from something that's risky because it's volatile into something that's safe. Well, it's not. And as you always say, you would rather burn in hell and sell anyone an annuity. <laughs> well, I am that dramatic, Bob. And it's true because right now, if you sell out and you think I'm going to go into something that's protected, that's safe, income for life, it's a great pitch. But what you end up doing is selling when values are low and then you lock into some sort of insurance product that, A, you can't get all your money at the same time because it's usually not liquid. You're locked up over a longer period. Returns are probably going to be lower over time. And that income for life, to some extent, if you run the math, is like the insurance company just slowly doling your money back to you over time because you typically have to give something up to get something. You've got to be really careful with those annuities. The pitches sound great, but when you start looking at the fine print, a lot of times it's not the best strategy for you to live off your portfolio long-term. The next time someone tries to sell you an annuity, try to figure out how is that person driving a Rolls Royce and flying in a private jet when it doesn't <laughs> cost you anything to invest in an annuity. You know, somebody's not, be somebody's not telling the truth. Uh, so be very, very careful. And the other thing that happens, right, is that suddenly, instead of being an investor and diversifying your risk, you want to become a stock picker. Yeah, we always hear this too in, in every market. It's now a stock picker's market. And Bob, as you and I know, there's nothing more treacherous than trying to pick individual stocks. Like, you know, yesterday, 
Uh, FedEx came out with some some bad news, and their stock was down 20% even before the market opened. Who wants that kind of risk in their portfolio, especially if you're trying to retire? The individual stock game is a very, very dangerous game to play. I think what I hear you saying, Ryan, is that stocks give the stock market a bad name, right? Because (laughs) only an individual stock represented by an individual company can go to zero and go out of business. Has there ever been a time in history where a diversified stock market has ever gone to zero? No, Bob, never. So it's, it's so critical that you do get a diversified strategy because you don't want to be on the golf course, enjoying hanging out with your grandkids, and all of a sudden you find out parts of your portfolio are down 20 30% with the snap of a finger because you're in a portfolio of a couple stocks that you know some broker or somebody told you that were, were a good idea. It, it's, it's, we've seen it over and over again. You've got to spread that money out as far as you possibly can so you don't have that downside risk, especially when you're going to live off your portfolio. You know, it's kind of like having a safety net, right, while you're you know, doing acrobatics in the air, right? If you have one strand of a net, it's really hard to protect yourself when you fall <laughs> down. If you have a, a, a net that's full of lots of strands, you know what? Even though the market goes down, it's going to bounce back up. Yeah, and especially when you're in the wealth distribution stage, you start living off your portfolio. Risk management is just so critical. And we know, we look at about 50 portfolios a month. Most of you have not done the correct risk management, and you've got to start doing it now because you can't afford to have that big sell-off where your portfolio has big holes in it. You've got to find out where those holes are now. But the other strategy that we know a lot of us right now would like to deploy because of the uncertainty is just stick our head in the sand and do nothing. And as you and I know, That's the worst strategy of all, because right now is the best time to make proactive moves to make sure you're protected, to make sure when that market recovers again, you're in the right spots. And listen, I know every one of you listening to me right now, you've done it at some point, right? You either stopped looking at your statements, you stopped contributing to your 401k, you stopped investing in whatever was down the most because you wanted to wait and see when things would get better. Well, they always get better. And the worst thing you can do is stick your head in the sand and do nothing. That's why you need a process and a discipline. You just can't sit there and ignore, you know, the fact that the biggest risk in your life isn't the volatility of the market. It's that insidious hidden tax inflation, which is raging right now. Yeah, it's real. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, like I haven't sticking my head in the sand, I know I need to address all my financial issues. Here's your shot to do it. We still have five slots open for the entire show. If you saved over a million dollars for your retirement plan, Bob and I will run for your total financial master plan. And we'll do that with no obligation or cost. There's no other firm out there that will literally do this work up front for free. We will literally build you your own personalized financial portal, give you a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture. We're going to hone in on every issue you need to address today. You need an income plan for retirement. How are you going to draw from Social Security? How are you going to draw from your portfolio? We put together a full game plan, show you how to optimize Social Security, show you how to optimize your portfolio income so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. We're going to look at diversification. Are you getting hit hard here as markets are all over the place or sitting with way too much money in cash, earning nothing as inflation now is over 8%. We're going to put together a full diversified investment game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. Wall Street just loves to sell you high-cost products that have lots of fees. We go through every investment you own, do a deep dive, show you where those hidden costs are on those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, show you how to reduce all that cost, optimize your portfolio for taxes, and now what you make, it's what you take, give you our entire tax playbook to make sure you're optimized as you go into retirement. We literally have five slots left if you saved over a million dollars for your retirement plan. 
All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next five callers and you saved over a million dollars for your retirement, our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation, there's no cost, there's no strings attached, but you won't have a plan if you don't, unless you text or call right now, 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply give us a call at 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, if you want to learn more about myself and Bob, you can check us out. Go to bebullish.com. You can check out our firm, Pain Capital Management, a boutique firm here in New York City. That's P-A-Y-N-E. Simply go to bebullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth. Just go to bebullish.com. That's it for us today. Stay tuned. We got more, more money coming your way. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Pain Capital Management with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Dreams, all markets closed lower on what only could be described as a brutal week. All three indices were down for the past five weeks. U.S. stocks closed lower as investors came to grips with corporate warnings that paint an increasingly dire outlook for the health of the U.S. economy. As Wall Street legend Bob Farrell once told me, bad news tends to come on the installment plan. And this week was all about bad news. This past week, a higher-than-expected CPI report on Tuesday confirmed that inflation remains stubbornly high. Investors now fear that the Fed will have to keep raising interest rates aggressively, which could eventually tip the economy into recession. More bad news came from companies like Goldman Sachs, announcing its intention to cut jobs. Federal Express decided to tell investors, a week early, mind you, that its earnings were terrible and that it's closing offices to offset declining demand. And General Electric said supply chain problems were weighing on their profits. So does bad news actually come on the installment plan? Well, truth be told, we literally have millions of pieces of news, both good and bad, daily. When the market goes down, the talking heads reach into that pile that justifies the negative. And when the market goes up, it simply takes from the pile that justifies the positive. As I always say, it's the market that makes the news, not the other way around. Here's another truth. No one, and I mean absolutely no one, can predict with certainty what the markets are going to do in the short term. Never have and never will. What we do know is investor sentiment is very negative right now. Seems like everyone that wants to be out on the market is already out, and every professional investor who wants to be tactical is short. Historically, this has been a great time to invest since we're usually closer to a bottom than a top. Investing is the only area in our lives where we celebrate higher prices and bemoan lower ones. Think about it. Whether you're shopping for clothes, for groceries, a house, or a new car, the lower the price for the things you want, the more you're inclined to buy them. But not so with investing. When values are down, as they are this year, some investors actually panic and sell at lower prices, thinking we'll get back in when things get better. But of course, that never happens since markets are forward-looking and prices are always higher before the news gets better. You don't get good prices with good news. We should treat lower prices on our investments like everything else. When it comes to investing, when you pay a higher price, 
it generally leads to a lower future return. But the opposite is true of lower prices. They lead to higher future expected returns. Simply put, the less you pay, the more you'll get. I guess the only question you need to ask yourself today is what do you prefer, more or less? Hey, my son Ryan and I, we have 68 years of combined industry experience in building low-cost, tax-efficient, goal-based portfolios. For your free evaluation, all you have to do is text or call right now, 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist of Payne Capital Management. If you're suffering from ED, you're not alone. 60% of men over 60 have this problem. Help is out there. The professionals at Elevate Wellness can help you be the man you used to be. They've helped thousands of patients and have a 96% success rate. What are you waiting for? Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Your first visit is only $99. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Help is out there. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio. Uh, I will be taking your calls in just one second, but I want to uh, just say one thing about what's going on with the stock market. This was a terrible, terrible uh, week for the market with big, big, big losses. And of course, they started on Tuesday when the inflation numbers came out and just continued to tumble. Uh, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I, I think this economy is in big, big trouble right now. I think we're looking at, you know, a potential fairly deep uh, recession. And I think that we're, um, we're in for some tough times. You saw what happened with the numbers from the, uh, from the, uh, uh, federal FedEx that they're laying off workers now. There's been incredible amount of uh, uh, interest in this whole issue of what's going to happen with um, the uh, um, the stock market going forward. Interest rates have gone up very considerably. You do know the mortgage rate now is six point uh, nationally. It's about six point one, six point two percent. It was like two point eight percent when Trump left office only twenty months ago. Can you believe that? So these numbers are really, really problematic. This means that the cost of buying a new home, uh, let's say you're going to buy a $500,000 house, with these higher mortgage interest rates, we're talking about paying an extra, let's say you buy a $500,000 home, you're going to pay one hundred fifty to $200,000 more in, in mortgage payments over the 30-year life of the loan because of the higher interest rates. So that's going to really hurt the the, uh, the um, housing market, which is one of the most important sectors of our economy. So all of this spending and all this regulating and printing of money uh, by Biden, uh, the chickens are coming home to roost here. And this is just as I predicted, that this would have a very negative impact. Somebody's got to show me any time in the history of the world where massive multi-trillions of dollars of government spending has improved a country's situation. It never does. It hasn't worked in any of the socialist countries, so why would it work here? And when Republicans take Congress, Republicans will take the House, I would put the odds about 95% of that, uh, and I think they've got about a 60% chance of taking the Senate. And of course, you've got some big governor races. And I mentioned earlier, the one of the most important governor's races is the governor's race uh, in Florida. I mean, I'm sorry, in, in New York, where I think Hochul is going to be privatized. I think you're going to send her packing. And I think Lee Zeldin, will be a very good governor. 
I mean, he's not perfect. I'm to the right of him. I'm more conservative than he is. But for New York, he'd be a, an outstanding improvement. So, folks, take a look. And if you care about your state, you got to vote. <laughs> you got to vote because I got to tell you, I live in Montgomery County, Maryland. And we had uh, 100 and I think about 110,000 people voted for county executive about three weeks ago. And the race was decided by like 30 votes. So if like 35 more people had showed up to vote for candidate B rather than candidate A, it would have been a different result. So your vote matters. And if you care about our country, it's one of your most important rights as a, an American. OK, so I want to go to our callers now. And Mr. Producer, who is our first caller on WABC? By the way, the number one last time, 1-800-848-9222. I'm taking your calls today. I want to hear whether you think this country is headed in the right direction. Who's our first caller, Mr. Producer? Our first caller is Michael. Michael, thank you so much for calling in, my friend. Hi, Steve. You were kind enough to come on my show a couple of years ago and give us your perspective on the auto industry. I want to ask you a question about what your previous guest was just talking about, the the worker shortage and its impact on inflation. I believe that's a much more serious problem, a long-term problem, harder to solve than inflation uh, that's caused by, you know, overspending. Mm -hmm. You You can correct overspending by stopping the spending, but you can't produce more skilled workers overnight. What do you say? Michael, really good point. Thanks for calling. By the way, I enjoyed doing your uh, show a couple of years ago, so it's great to hear from you, my friend. Uh, so I'm glad you brought this up because I, wanna, I wanted to address it, and I didn't know if I'd have time, but since you, you brought it up, I want to give people my perspective on this. First of all, you're exactly right. We do have a severe worker shortage in this country. Uh, so there are about 5 million jobs open. And by my calculations, if we had the same labor force participation rate that we had in 2019 under Trump, that is the percentage of, uh, you know, employable adults that are working, um, we would probably have about 4 million people working today. So that's the job short. I mean, that's the worker shortage you're talking about. Then the obvious question is, why aren't those 4 million people working? Why don't we see more people in the workforce that are employable? And look, I know there are some people who are disabled or might have gotten sick from COVID and they can't come back to work. But I'm talking about people who are able-bodied, who are uh, smart people, who uh, could be working, should be working. We need working and aren't. And I'm going to tell you, I think the number one explanation for why we've seen such a severe drop in the number of adults that are working in this country is because of welfare. The welfare benefits are so high, especially if you're in like a state like Massachusetts. I know we have a lot of listeners in the Massachusetts area. If you uh, live in a state like New York or New Jersey, Connecticut, really high benefit states, you can earn $75,000, $80,000. That's for a couple with two kids um, and not work a single hour. In in Massachusetts, you can uh, make the equivalent of $100,000 a year for a couple with two kids because of the child credits, the free health care, the see, I'm counting health care. I'm counting, uh, you know, rental subsidies. I'm counting things like uh, uh, I'm counting things like uh, food stamps um, and child credits and all of these things. You can you can make one hundred thousand dollars and that works one single hour. And by the way, most of these benefits, not all of them, most of these benefits are not taxed. So it's tax free. It's crazy. Look, we all believe in a social safety net. We don't want people to go hungry. We don't want people to go homeless or you know, be deprived of the necessities of life. This is a rich country. We don't want people um, you know, suffering. But if the government and the taxpayer is going to help you 
then you've got to be willing to help yourself, right? I mean, does that sound cold-hearted, folks? I don't think it is. If we're going to give you a hand up, you've got to get up. <laughs> you got to get off the couch. You got to work. And the jobs are out there. There's no reason that we should be providing these high benefits right now. And if we're going to provide benefits, they should also be temporary. Three or four or five, six months. Folks, we've had people for two and a half years who haven't been working since COVID hit. I mean, it is absolutely crazy. So we have to move back to the bipartisan welfare reforms that were passed under Bill Clinton that basically said we're going to have time limits. You're going to either have to be an edu education program, a job training program, or in a job. And if this sounds like, oh, Steve Moore is just one of these evil you know, Republicans who hates poor people. No, it turns out the people who are working are healthier and happier and live longer lives than people who don't work. Did you know that? There is dignity there is a uh, sense of self-worth when you go get up in the morning and go to a job. And I know 95% of the people who are listening to this show, uh, if you're not retired, are in that category. You, 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 you know, work is tough. You know, work is tough. It's hard to get up at 630 in the morning when that alarm cl clock goes off. But it gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of dignity. Uh, and we've got to return to that. I, I feel very strongly about that. No paying people for sitting on their couch and watching Netflix. All right. Who do we have next, Mr. Producer, as our next caller? And where are they from? Our next caller is TJ from Manhattan. TJ, thanks so much for calling in, sir. What have you got for us? Uh, good morning, Steve. I have, I have a different take on inflation from you. The inflation is really worldwide. You know, it's not only the U.S., Take an example, uh, the United Kingdom is close to 11%, and uh, the U.K. has a uh, conservative government for the past 12 years. In the uh, European Union, it's about uh, close to 10%. We are at 8.5%. And uh, foreigners really, really uh, think highly of the U.S. economy. And uh, the reason is the uh, dollar has appreciated against the euro it's basically at parity now and that really that means there is really confidence in the u.s economy hey i think i got cut off are you there i am here sir you... uh pre appreciate your call i got a lot of callers coming in so i want to go to our next caller mr producer who's next our next caller is bob from connecticut Bob from Connecticut, you're in a pretty liberal state. What do you have to say for yourself, my, my friend? I'm sorry for being from here, but it just happened. It's where I grew up. But anyway, <laughs> here's, here's the question. With the COLA that's for Social Security that's projected yeah. to be somewhere around 9-plus percent, by the way, COLA, let me just so people understand. Cost COLA of living your, increase. That's, yeah, so that's exactly right, yes. The cost of living increase for all us, quote, retirees, and it's projected to be nine plus percent. How much more pressure on inflation is that going to give? Right. Since that's going to be a big number. Yes. Well, that's a great point, sir. And I've got to say that uh, I hadn't really thought of that. So you, this is why I love to take callers like you, because you give me great information. And, and so if you're talking about an eight and a half or 9% increase in those benefits, and I, I don't know what the exact number is going to be. I don't know if they've actually declared what that cost of living adjustment will be. But I've got to tell you that will um, put a lot of pressure on increasing the budget, 
right? Because our Social Security is one of the biggest programs. So that'll increase our budget by tens of billions of dollars. I mean, and our deficit, the red ink that we're in the borrowing that we have to do. But also um, that you're right, that will put pressure because now that's money in people's pockets. They're going to go out and spend it. That'll increase demand. And that will mean um, that uh, prices may rise even further. So it becomes a, you know, a kind of cycle, this uh, cycle where, you know, the inflation goes up, so we give people more money, and then they spend it more, and then the inflation goes up, and then the cycle goes on and on and on. And we gotta, we've got to stop that pernicious cycle because it's ruining our economy. Great point. We have so many callers. I want to get to as many as we can. Uh, Mr. Producer, who is our next caller, please? Our next caller is George from Staten Island. George, thanks so much for calling in. What do you got for us, sir? You there, George? Going once, going twice. Okay, let's skip George. Maybe he'll call back. Who have we got next? All right, next is uh, Dan from Key West, Florida. (laughs) Dan, thanks for calling all the way from the beautiful state of Florida. Appreciate your uh, listening on WABC. Well, Steve, I'm your southernmost listener. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it, sir. You You're... know, we've had callers from North Carolina. We've had callers from Georgia. But, Mr. Producer, I think this might be our first caller from Florida. So I'm just I'm privileged to have you. And uh, you live in a freedom state. So congratulations. Uh, we are closer to Cuba than we are Miami and Key West. <laughs> wow. But to get to the point of my call, you said, do you think the country is headed in the right direction? Yeah. And I think this country is headed for a major collapse. Ethically, morally, financially, we have all these people coming into this country. We don't know who they are, who is going to provide them health care. We have the drugs coming over. We have the press that is lying through their teeth, lying to the American public. We have officials uh, from the president on down lying to us. And there are people that are not smart enough to to, um, see that they're being lied to. Um, we don't even know the full cost of this illegal immigration yep. down the road. Two years so let me now, ask you, let me ask you, now. let me ask you a quick question. Cause I've got a lot of callers, so I, I don't, don't want to dwell too much on it. You make a lot of really good points. And by the way, I'm just, as I listen to you, I'm so frustrated because as most of you know, most of my listeners know I was worked for Donald Trump. I won as a senior economic advisors. And I just don't recall having these problems when Trump was in office. I, we didn't have an energy problem. We didn't have an inflation problem. We didn't have a supply chain problem. We were, we we're fixing the problem at the border. The crime wasn't out of control. So I just, feel so frustrated when I listen. Your health is important. Your sexual health is very important. And like everything else, it has challenges. As many as 50% of men over 50 have sexual related difficulties like ED, low testosterone, and low energy. That's where they come in. Elevate Wellness has real professional and in-person solutions. Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Or visit elevatewellnessgroup.com and get back to where it started. Office visits only $99 this month. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Sorry about that, folks. We had a little technical problem there, but I am back. I appreciate the call from Florida. Uh, You know, I was going to ask that gentleman what he thought about uh, Governor DeSantis there sending some of those illegal immigrants to to some of these uh, beach resorts in Massachusetts. Uh, uh, That's kind of an interesting new development. These sanctuary cities 
seem to not want the illegal immigrants that they say they're so welcoming towards. So <laughs> we'll see how that story plays out, because as most of you know, the Texas governor has been sending some of the illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. and to New York, both sanctuary cities. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm of mixed feelings on this. I, look, I, I think these migrants come here because they want to work. They're, they're not criminals for the, for the most part. But on the other hand, you know, we got to get control of this border so we can let people in legally. I'm very pro-immigrant. I think immigrants who come in legally and, and want to work and contribute to our society are uh, wonderful. But you can't have that happen until you get the border secure. Who is our next caller, Mr. Producer? Our next caller is Judy from Manhattan. Judy, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I do believe that uh, socialism is already here and was yes. celebrated in the White House back. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and I think the proof of it is if every person were to look at their community's code, they would find that it is International uh, E-Code 360, which puts us all under their rules, regulations, regulations and the 17 Sustainable Development uh, uh, goals that was approved with the, um, um, uh, what do they call it, the uh, Paris Accord. Yeah, right. Uh, and uh, I think uh, people must look at their uh, local code and right. uh, find out. Uh, Brookhaven Township has 87 of them. And if you check out the different chapters, like Chapter 7A for business practices, 7C for energy initiative, yeah. uh, uh, initiatives, you'll find that we're under tremendous rules and regulations. Oh, you got to believe it. Judy, you're sorry to cut you off. I mean, we want to get okay. to the great point. And I want to say this, that um, I've I mentioned this on Larry Kudlow's show earlier today, but I want to mention it to those who weren't, may not have listened to that show, which is that there's this new phenomenon called smart thermostats. And if you haven't heard, go Google smart thermostat, because what it is, and this is so insidious and subversive, that the utility companies and the government are now using what they call these smart thermostats to essentially set the temperature of your home. So in other words, when you uh, want to set the thermostat in your living room or your bedroom, you're not going to be able to do it because it's going to be set by the politicians and by the utility companies. And they're doing this because they want to be green. And so when you have a real heat wave, like we had in some months this summer, some weeks this summer, in some areas of the country, they weren't letting people turn their thermostat to below 78 degrees in a heat wave. Uh, and I guarantee you, folks, this is the thing of the future. It's exactly what Judy was talking about. The government is micromanaging your life. They're going to tell you what kind of car you can drive. It better be an electric vehicle. They tell you what light bulb you can put in your lamps. Uh, they're going to tell you what kind of uh, what, what you can set your temperature at, what kind of refrigerator you can buy. I mean, these are I'm a libertarian. I don't want the government telling me what kind of car I can buy. This is America. We're a free country. No. Uh, Merkel, I mean, these uh, these Hochul and, and Biden and Kamala Harris, they're not going to tell me what temperature I can uh, heat or cool my home at. 
in, in this country. This is still America the last time I checked. Okay, I think we have time for two more quick ones. If we can get them in, Mr. Producer, who's our next caller, please? Our next caller is Drome from Passaic, New Jersey. Okay, thank you so much for calling in. we got about two minutes left, so really quickly, what okay, do you got? What for? I want to say, this is all this money spent on his green stuff. It was tried with uh, the other guy, his boss, before he became president. Oh, that money was flushed down the that, yes. that money was flushed down the drain. Yes. And now he's right. And 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 all this is a bunch, all this is is a transfer of wealth from yeah. basically the hierarchy to those that are basically strivers. Yes. Like I'm self-employed, oh and so right. you know I have a marketing company. And, you know, things are starting to pick up, but they haven't picked up where I would like it. But I'm still going out there. I'm 77. I have five, six grandkids, and I'm worried about their life. And Do you remember remember, remember Solyndra? Oh, absolutely. Solyndra was was a sellout. Not only did they— Billions of dollars we lost. Billions of dollars were lost by the taxpayer because Obama invested in the solar company that went bankrupt. We're going to see that times 10 under Biden. The hook, the taxpayer. We've taken that both ways. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. I want to squeeze in one more caller. Great call. Uh, Do we have time, Mr. Producer, for one more quick caller? Really quick, Mike okay. from St. James, Long Island. Mike, thanks for calling in. We got literally sixty seconds. What do you got for us, sir? Steve, are, are any of the oil companies drilling on American soil? I heard their profits are doubled since the inflation, so they make more uh, money by not drilling. Is, am I wrong? Yeah, not. Did you say drilling? Exploring for oil. Oh well, what's going on here is uh, that we are three million barrels less in oil production in this country today than we would be if Trump were in office. So we are that's costing our country $1 billion a week, over $60 billion a year, because we're not drilling for our oil, our gas, we're not using our coal. We've got to make America energy independent again, use everything we got, folks. America should be Saudi Arabia. We should be leading the world in energy, and we can use some green energy, but we're going to need our fossil fuels because that's what built this country. Folks, have a great weekend. This is WABC, the More Money Show, and I will talk to you same time next week. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.